Hi, welcome to the uh, LemurCast. Uh, I'm today's host, uh, Barry Lemur. Um, I am the new co-GM of the Louisville Lemurs. Uh, and my fellow podcasters today are Camp and Killer and Matt, Matt Big 12. How are your boys doing today? Pretty oh. good. Yeah, pretty good. Although I'm offended that you pronounced Louisville like Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, sorry about that. I guess I do need to pronounce it uh, Louisville or Louisville or whatever. I'm pretty good at Oh, my God. He's just completely butchering <laughs> <it>. <laughs> And also, it, shrimp today as well. Uh, hey, nice to see you guys. I just popped in. I'm, I'm not going to be chatting. I'm just going to be listening. Um, I got some work to do, but uh, just so you know, Barry, it's like molasses in your mouth, okay? It's Louisville, okay? Louisville. L- Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> There's some improvement. There's some work to be done. Indeed. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, welcome well, uh, to the podcast, guys. Glad to have you all. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mute myself, but I'll be here just listening in. All right. So, uh, how you? well, I've asked how you guys are doing today. Um how are well let's start with uh the lemur or the current lemur here uh camp and killer how is your player doing as of right now um uh well actually i'm not a current lemur anymore i think we're both alumni aren't we uh i am actually um a former hepcat but big lemur fan <laughs> yeah i'm I, I got called up to indianapolis this year oh okay or this season I always I always say year yeah always fucks me up yeah so i'm uh i'm also a lemur alumnus um i was on the lemurs um two seasons ago i was on the lemurs for their two champ championship attempts when we made the world series I lost both times unfortunately but right now as of right now i'm on the detroit demons um my current player this is Barry Bonds. I think he's doing all right right now. Um, I started his build was a big man on campus, but I converted him to the freak because I wanted to steal more bases. So right now, he only has one stolen base. My stealing base ability isn't that high yet, but like he's at like half point five WAR right now. So he's having an all right season, especially since it's since it's, it's since it's his second season up in the majors. And the Demons, they're having like a rough start. We're on a six game winning streak right now, which is fine which is actually pretty good. But we're like 11 games back for the National Stars who are having a great season. We're currently tied for the wild card, so I guess it could be a lot worse. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of weird stuff happening um, in the majors this season. I think nobody really expected Cancun to be in third place, and the Demons are kind of had like a rough start. Um, and on the other side, you have the Makos who've been kind of playing – a lot better than most people expected. So I yeah. think I think with OTP we're going to see a lot of um, you know roller coaster. So we're going to see a lot of win streaks, a lot of loss streaks. So it should be really exciting coming into the All Star break and after the All Star break. Yeah, it looks like the wild card race for the uh, Champions Conference is looking pretty competitive outside of I believe Seattle. Yeah, it's because Seattle's in first place, and they have they have a great team right now, so they're pretty far ahead of like Cancun and the Demon. What's crazy to me is just how packed the uh, Scorpions are. I mean, if you look at the top five WAR players, like four of them are Death Valley. It's just insane, just how much TPE they have and how like calculated their rebuild was, and now they're just like going firing on all cylinders. So they're having a great season so far. Yeah, Depth Valley is just, um, they just have, like, their GMs are just so committed to their team and do everything they can to improve. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So, Camp and Killer, how, I, you said you got called up this season. How is your player, player doing for the Apex right now? I, you know, honestly, I would say about as expected, or as least as I expected, um, which was getting shelled. Being like a 400 TP pitcher in the majors and starting, I don't. I wasn't supposed to start originally. I was supposed to come out of the bullpen, and they uh, there was some kind of mess up, and I'm starting. Not that I complain, because that's kind of what I wanted to do. I just uh, I think right now I'm looking at it, and I have a uh, oh jeez, that's the, that's the FIP. Where's the, there we go? I have a 5.45 ERA with 
uh, record of two and four, 38 innings pitched. Which, I mean, it's not a great ERA, obviously, but I feel like for a 400 TP player, especially I, I actually forgotten to unbank my TP for the first week of the season because I was a little more focused on um, my uh, GM job in another league. I uh, finally got that in this week and uh, I think slightly improved. I think this time last week I had a, like a 580 ERA or somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Apex are definitely in a little of a bit of a rough spot. I mean, they had those five, I don't know, five, uh, five seasons of dominance where they got their ring. Um, and they like swept or didn't sweep, but they had like five Champions League division titles in a row. And then now, unfortunately for them, they're like kind of at the end of that where they're starting that like rebuilding phase where it's like a super hard rebuild. I don't, it feels like, like there's like three teams that are like that right now. It's them plus the Aviators and the Supernovas. And I feel it's weird just like how many tanking teams, well, not how many tanking teams there are, but there's still like more than one tanking team in PBE, which is weird. Like there's three like, just hard rebuilt teams. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like that's that's kind of it, in any league, especially like you're gonna have teams that just have to go through those rebuilds from time to time. If you, especially when you have when you're coming off like a prolonged sort of dominance. I mean, you you want to avoid it if you can, but at the same time, if you go all in to dominate for five or six seasons, then you're gonna have to pay for it eventually. Right. And I think kind of what's happening now. Yeah, I mean, they got their ring. I think it's I think it's fine that they're in like a bit of a drought right now or just like a rebuild phase because like at the end of the day, it's for the ring and you get the ring and that's what matters. So I don't I don't fault them for it. I don't fault the Aviators or Supernova either for that. Even if the Supernovas did not get a ring from them and they've had a bit longer period of rebuilding, they're still starting to get better, I think. And even if they didn't get a ring, they still tried. So it's not like they're just like rebuilding. They just rebuilt for no reason. Yeah, it's interesting the the kind of way that that each of those teams went into their <clears throat> excuse me rebuild. Indy kind of kept all their all their like prime players, and then regression hit, and they kind of realized okay, like we we better start uh, replacing these pieces. Whereas um, Sarasota kind of made a lot of trades to go all in um, a couple of seasons ago, and um, unfortunately, was in the Champions East Division of Death, and so they they got beat out in the playoffs a couple times. And then OBX um, was the last team to have backloaded contracts, which they couldn't afford their players anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it really sucks that Sarasota just went all in, and they just didn't didn't work yeah. for for them. It was like pretty. Back. I mean, we all. It was so much fun to watch when you saw yeah. them on stream and in the playoffs, and Hummus was on that team, so everyone was either loving it or hating it. So it was really mm. fun, uh, fun streams. Yeah. So hopefully for the Supernovas, I mean, they had so many good picks and so many just like good players. And they isn't Hummus on the team right now? Yep, Hummus was their first overall pick. I want to say season twenty nine or season yeah. thirty, and they just yeah. got a really good. Um, their new co-GM, Jake Pliskin, who's going to be a really solid pick, too, for them and their co-GM. Yeah, I mean... So they have a really bright future. And when you do it, I mean, as much as, it, as, much as how hard they tanked, as, as much as they tank super hard, they also have done a really good tank where it's like these se- few seasons of just, like, low amounts of wins. You accumulate those draft picks, so then, like, sooner rather than... Maybe not soon, but, like, in the near future, you're going to see, like, a super strong Sarasota team it just has so much TV because they have such a big base. I assume all the guys drafting are active too. So it's like, I think maybe not the next or the one, but I don't. So like- that that's true. But also, um, when they were picking up, kind of making that push, they traded away a lot of their future picks. So that's true. So they did have some unfortunate kind of like lower picks, other than first or second overall. But they've they've made some good trades with um, their higher picks to get lower first round picks and some second round picks to get some good value. Yeah, so I mean, I think they will be good in the future. So I think um, next we should talk about how the lemurs have been doing because it is the lemur cast. So in case you 
don't know, I mean, I'm sure if you listen to LemurCast, you follow the Louisville Lemurs. But, so currently we're tied for, uh, we're tied for the wild card right now with the uh, Puerto Rico Ranas, the uh, State College Swift Steeds. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, um, I wasn't expecting the Lemurs to do this good. I, um, at the start of the season, we were 10th in TPE, and we're, we've been, so far we've been punching far above our weight, which is great to see, just because, I mean, it's my team, so it's nice seeing them do well. Um, I mean, the Bonners are super tight this year. I mean, the fought, the uh, lowest team, the Hepcats, only seven games back from the best team, the Firehawks. Which is I can't remember seeing a time when the miners were this packed and this competitive. Yeah, it's been a little bit. There's been a lot of really good um, teams with a bunch of capped players, just because of how kind of the the majors is a little rough for rookies. And I think this season there were, there were a lot of call ups. Um, the Ranas had a lot of call ups. Um, I want to say the Wheelers had a few and the kingpins so there's a lot of kind of earning players still so you know the key to this season is just gonna be people updating and getting closer to that cap it'll be really yeah, tight I, you were saying i'm just gonna say it's gonna be a really tight race with with kind of capped players and then newer players uh getting closer to that cap towards the end of the season yeah i think uh, what's good for the lemurs is I, I haven't looked at other teams updates but like last week all of our active players i think we have like six or seven of them of them who are active like updated last week which is great to see just because like you want your players to update i mean that's kind of the name of the game in pv i'm sure I mean, that's like common knowledge it's common sense but especially when you're like a team like the lemurs who are pretty low in pb in tpe you can get a good amount of uh and that can help boost them just because getting more TP can make the team a bit better. Right now, the Lemurs are ninth in TP, which kind of which sucks being like that low. But like having the most TP isn't isn't exactly what wins. Um, isn't exactly what wins uh, championships. Exactly, I think um, you know having well spent TP, especially in the minors, makes a huge difference. Um, and it looks like you guys are doing a good job putting it in the the right spots to score runs and have good pitchers. Uh-huh. And, I mean, we're not that, like, from first place right now is the Swifties, and we're they have about 1,300 more TP than us. So that's actually a pretty sizable amount, but I think a big thing that's been working in favor for the Lemurs is that when they hit, they hit, like, well. As in, like, they'll, like, hit runs, like, when they need to. Um, like, if you look at, like, their stats page, it's not the most, it's not the best page, but that's what happens when you have just a low TPE team like the Lemurs. Um, like, the key thing, the key thing that stands out to me is record in 1-1 games, 8-4. and four. Right. And you guys have some stud relief pitchers that can lock it down, which is kind mm -hmm. of... You don't really see that too much in the minors. You get a lot of bots, and having those relief pitchers that come in and close out those close games is is really um, beneficial. Right. Like when I was on the Lemurs, um, I think one, if I remember correctly, one of the big like highlights of the team was that we had a really good bullpen, and so it wasn't good enough to win any championships, but it was good enough that we got to the World Series twice. I mean, like for batting, we're pretty middling. I mean, like. Sixth in batting average, seventh in slugging, ninth in runs scored. We're fourth in stolen bases, which is nice. But yeah, I mean, and then for pitching too, it's like we're tenth in strikeouts, seventh in hits allowed, just like that kind of thing where it's like we're pretty middling. But when we win, we're winning like close games. Yep. Yeah, the thing I'm looking for, which I have not been able to find, was is uh trying to see what the batting average with runners in scoring position is. I imagine it's probably uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if is that a uh, stat you can look at on the index. Yeah, I don't think so. I've looked in about five different places for it. Yeah, I mean you can like individual players. You can probably probably look at where like if you look at um, if you scroll on the index, it'll say like 
um, batting second, batting fourth, high leverage behind him, count like all those kind of things. So I'm sure if you looked at like you spliced each individual player's stats, you could have a good picture. But I'm sure all of them have good stats relative to other players and how good they are for um and how good they are for uh, like clutch stats like that. Yeah, you can definitely look at it in like the breakdown of the individual players. Yeah, it's just not a team stat, unfortunately. Yeah, which sucks. I think that'd be a good addition to the index. Would be that, but I don't like out of the park baseball. Maybe they'll make it in the future. But yeah, maybe in the uh, twenty three update they'll they'll add that. You might yeah, be able to look the, at uh, it. Maybe the head developer for OTP is a big Lemurcast fan. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, surprise me. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the lemurs are doing good right now. Um, we're four and six in our last ten, which sucks, but I think that's fine. We also don't have any extra inning games, which is actually kind of, which is uh, weird to think about. Um, I feel like there'd be more for a team that scores a few less runs than as like the lemurs. I mean, we have a negative run differential, but who knows? Um, I think a team that that like is better than us, but we've been doing better than is the uh, Firehawks. And the Firehawks, I mean, I mean, World Series champions last season. Uh, they have a ton of like good capital. I think they're second in total TP. I mean, they have a really good GM in Dirk Diglett. But I mean, they're having a bit of a cold streak right now. Uh, they're three and seven for the last ten. So I'm hoping the Lemurs can just kind of catch up to them and. Yeah, just win more games. I mean, that's the name of the game in baseball is winning games. That's correct. <laughs> and, and I think that, yeah, I think I'm trying to look up the uh, the amount of capped players on the Firehawks. Um, yeah, they have quite a few that are getting pretty close. I think Danny Martinez, Drew Leahy, Styles Stern should be pretty close. Um, so once those guys get capped and you guys can um, catch up to them, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And even their pitching is is worse too. Like Mr. Kanye North, James Gordon, they're all probably getting close to their cap. Yeah, and I think a big thing that I just realized like yesterday or a day ago is that even if a team has more TP than you, in the monitors you're still capped. So like they might have more TP, yeah. but it doesn't mean that T- all that TP is getting used. And also like the lemurs have a ton of rookies. Um, you know, I'm looking at the rookie chat right now or the rookie room, and they have six rookies, which I mean that's a good chunk of the team that just isn't really near the cap. That's also just a lot of players who just aren't um, a lot of players who just aren't um, gonna get called up this, the next season, which is which is kind of likely, I think. So if not this season, I think next season too would be a good season for the Lemurs to like, kind of break out. I mean, they already have broken out, but hopefully to do better. Yeah, and I think the other thing is with um, your roster right now, you have a lot of like red shirt, is what I would call it. There was kind of um, a period last year where there was some players that I think um, Brew and Roxas maybe thought were inactive, but were, just weren't engaged. And now that you guys are engaging them, they're updating and, and doing really well. Yeah. It's nice to see. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've only, so um, I can't remember if we mentioned at the start of the episode, at the start of the episode but if it's, it hasn't been assumed by now, um, the, uh, as of 20 minutes ago, I'm the uh, officially the co-GM of the Louisville Lemurs. And so a lot of the stuff, like, prior to being officially anointed, prior to that, a lot of, like, the work was, like, that uh, Scram was telling me about was, like, training the rookies and, like, getting them to update and stuff. Like, we have, like, a whole spreadsheet of, like, actually, I won't talk about that, but, like, a lot of the stuff you have to do as a GM is making sure the guys are engaged in that making sure that they're like updating and being active in the locker room and being and having that experience. I was like being active on streams, like hyping up the guys in the locker room, making sure they're like seeing when the primetime games are on is great because like, Oh, 
if my GM wants me to watch, and I'll probably watch too. I remember when I was on the lemurs and Davey was the GM. That was what it was like being on the lemurs where he'd be like, hey, come watch the, screen, the stream or on stream, like hyping up the chat, that kind of thing. And I think that's what's important for rookies is that if you're there engaged, they're going to be good. That's yeah. exactly right. And I that think was... that... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, in, in the minors, you're kind of thrown in, not really knowing what to expect with streams or how to update, and just getting that kind of slight push like, hey, we're on, let's let's tune in and get the hype up, or hey, it's Sunday, um, you know, try and get some updates in. That, that makes a, a huge impact um, in the minors, and then also getting them ready for the majors. Right, and I think... If like in the whole point of the minors, like as much as it is fun trying to win like the minors World Series, the whole point of being in the minor leagues is so you're prepared for actual PBE. And I think uh, Shram has done a great job with that. Um, just telling the mind, like telling all the rookies what they need to do, how they need to, how they need to learn, or excuse me, how they need to like update their players and stuff. Because like when I first joined PBE. It's like a lot. Like I've never really been into like forums. It was my first sim league, and there was a ton of stuff. And I was lucky to have like good mentors like Davey to help me like develop my player. And now it's nice being in that position where, where it's like, oh, I can help the player join their, like, just join or just get into PBE more. For sure. Yeah. So, go ahead. I yeah I. Um, like the engagement, I think is is huge. Like you said, the minors, because like, um, I think that's part of the reason. Like, I ended up wanting to get called up a little sooner than I wanted to, is because before y'all came in, it was a little, there wasn't that much engagement. Um, like if in the team, and it kind of like, yeah, I was kind of like, oh well, this is kind of you know, kind of bored with PPE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Son, that's what I, I my last season. So I spent three seasons down here, and so the third season, like that's what I, I felt a bit of that too, where the locker room wasn't as active as it was in my first two seasons with the Lemurs, and I was going to call it up, uh, regardless of if the locker room was active or not. But it's nice knowing that oh, the the rookies and the just minor league players in general have a place to talk. Because like that's just so like getting to know the other players is so integral to like wanting to stay in PB. Like knowing you have a buddy who updated or whatever, or you want to win a win a ring with them. Like that makes you want to update more and makes it a better team. And like that's just basic sports in any team sport where it's like, oh, if you're friends with everybody else, you're gonna want to do better. Yeah, because like I mean, it's it's the same in any in any sim league any. You know, I, hell, like like you said, real life sports uh, teams. Like if you don't get along with, or at least like have something going on, the motivation really isn't there. Yeah, and so I'm glad that at least for the first two days where I've been doing GM duties or co-GM duties, that's what I felt. Where it's been like really fun to hype up the guys, make sure they're on stream, have like lemur hype trains, like that kind of thing. So, I mean, so far, the two prime times have been on where the lemurs have been on, they won. So maybe the hype, the lemur hype trains are working. But yeah, so it's nice seeing the lemur locker room alive and well. Uh, I mean, this is the team that brought me into PBE, so it's always nice to give back, making sure that other lemurs can have a good minor league PBE experience like I did. For sure. And how does it feel um, GMing uh, Joe? <laughs> well, so unfortunately for me, Joe is my uh, Detroit Demons uh, um, GM. He's also my boss because I do podcast grading, and he's the head of that. He's also in the head office, and I'm in the head office right now. So, Christ, I knew I knew Joe GM'd over here, but I didn't know he did all that. Yeah, he's like the head of the uh, pot of like the media grading team. He's he's uh, when I first started the. Um, when I first started the uh, podcast grading, uh, he got mad at me a few, for a few times for fucking up the uh, she with all the uh, bank accounts. <laughs> he's, if he's listening, I'm sure you can remember that whole fiasco. 
So it's nice being the boss of him right now, but I got to remember he's still the boss of me. <laughs> he's still, yeah, in a roundabout way, he's yeah. still your boss. Hmm. Yeah. I if you don't don't give him the right plan time, he might have some uh, negative yeah. consequences. Yeah, I can take him out of the lineup here if I wanted to, which I don't know why Ward he's having. He's having a good season right now for a rookie, but if I took him out, then uh, I guess the Demons will get a new right fielder. <laughs> <laughs> So, if Joe, if, Joe, if you're uh, listening, um, I promise I'm not going to take you out of the lineup. And I'm sure Shram would fire me before I tried to, before I would be able to take you out of the lineup. <laughs> He's probably considering it right now. That's why he left the oh, yeah. stop listening. I'm always on a, <laughs> I'm always on a tight leash with uh, Joe. Um, I got to make sure I'm doing well with Joe so I can try and get him to do double media event. Double podcast. Double pod. Dude, dude I love it. For when, lemurs only. Whenever there's a double podcast, it's so great because Hall of Fame equipment is so expensive. But then I can just do like two podcasts in an article and I get like enough for the entire season to have a uh, Hall of Fame equipment. Yeah. I- I enjoy the podcast creating system on PB, right? Because we all, it lasts an hour. You all get, what, $4 million, right? Or something yeah, like that? It's yeah. A really, it's like, a there's really no split. It's great. I absolutely yeah. hate it on SHL because you have to split the money. It's not even oh, that much yeah. money. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm a, like, I'm in a, I mean, I, I think I've taken for granted how well run PB is. Um, like, Sure, there's always like the drama and stuff. The drama is so fucking annoying. I hate listening to drama. Or like whenever people get mad about the rules or whatever, it's so fucking annoying. But like outside of that, like a super well run, like the progression team is does an amazing job. Media grading does an amazing job. But the other sim in two other sim leagues, you there's one that's like a college basketball sim league that does that's not really related. But I also do world sim basketball league, so it's pretty much the exact same format as PB except basketball, and like. As much as I love the league, and I'm very happy, very, very thankful to the guys who run that, run it well. Uh, if there, any of them are listening, thank you for that. But, like, all of this stuff just doesn't make any sense. Like, for example, podcast splitting. Like, if I if I do one hour by myself, it's four hours there, good, whatever. If I do it with another person, it's two. It's only two and a half million. Like, what's that for? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah, you're doing less work, but you're making a better product. Why should I get paid less for that? Or like, it just it just seems like maybe because it's a smaller league, but it feels like the grading over in that league just takes a lot longer than in PBE. Or like the sim schedule is always fucked up because no one wants to um, no one wants to uh, stream. The engine for it sucks because it's not OOTP. I'm not saying I don't like the league. The league is actually pretty fun, but it sucks. Just like how well run PBE is. It's a it's a great like kind of secondary sim league. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, most of the people in there are either from ISFL or SHL. So, like, I, I won't say it's it's not run well. It is. But um, it seems like there's a lot. A lot a lot of people have other priorities aside yeah, from WSL. Yeah, I, I think I minced my words there. I didn't mean to say it's not well run. It is well run. But it's still, <laughs> it's, it's, it's run differently. It's, yeah. yeah. It, and it seems like... It, I mean, it's it's a good league. I'm glad I'm in it. But you're right. I think it does seem like a lot of people joined it because they're in PBE or some other league. Not be in there. Like I don't think there's gonna be a lot of people joining, like say PBE, because they're in WSBL. Maybe because it's a new league that'll happen in the future. But as of right now, I don't think that's super relevant or pre- prevalent. Yeah, I I originally joined uh, PBE because uh, SLM um, was we were on the same team in SHL, and like literally one of the first things I noticed was the I mean of course it wasn't as well run obviously back in like S one <laughs> but but like one of the first things I noticed was the media grading. I've literally been saying it for four years on SHL that we should switch to the PB media grading. And I could get into a whole rant about that. But it, it's Clinton it's not happened, to say I mean, the least. I hadn't argued like like within the first week where I joined WSBL, I was like, "Oh, I want to be a max earner because I'm early enough. I can be like a, an all-time great in it." And I was like, "I just got to make sure I do like a podcast with someone." I look at the podcast grading. What the fuck? It's only two and a half million for an hour. And I had a big art, and not a huge argument, but I was arguing with the with the front office where I was like, 
what what the hell is this in PBE? It's for it's four million for an hour, and they're like, yeah, but if you want to get the full four million, you got to do it by yourself because that's more work. And I'm like, yeah, that's more work, but like that's not very fun. You shouldn't incentivize having less fun. I mean, it's a I've never done a single podcast, and there are people who do like solo podcasts, but they're usually a bit shorter, like th- twenty to thirty minutes. That's fine if you want to do that. That's fine. I don't. I wouldn't want to do that, but if you find that fun, that's cool. But like a podcast with like two or three people is super fun. I don't think that should be de de incentivized. Also, if you have like three or four people on that podcast, it's like you get like a a, a one million and a half. It's like even less. Yeah, that's the same way. But yeah, I mean, it's it's so annoying. It's so yeah. annoying. It's like I feel like <laughs> in some leagues, people just think you got to put in an, an insane amount of work. And one of my just dumb. Yeah, one of my guys on the t- on my team on the Admirals for WSBL was like, yeah, it's because everybody in the league is like a bunch of old head sim league guys, and you think you gotta work super hard for everything. Yeah, I like I I started in the team I GM on the SHL. I started uh, or we're starting it next week actually, like the Lemur cast basically, except for that team. Yeah, and because like it's a good way to get people money that don't have side jobs or don't have right. a lot of time, whatever. Except money still kind of sucks because if I get two other people, they're only getting like one point seven five million instead of you know like three million or four million or something. It sucks, but at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal because I can I can still afford good equipment. I mean, I I'm a pretty prolific not not like prolific as in like I'm not a good writer, but as in like I write a ton, so I can crank out like a thousand word article, which will be worth a bit more than a million, and that can pay for like. I can pay for like my weekly training. Also, what's great is actually I'm really happy like WSBL does is Twitter because Twitter is such an easy way to make money. You get do like set like a few tweets a week and that's like enough for weekly training. Yeah, my uh, pretty sure my bank account's under ten million dollars in PBE right now, and <laughs> uh, that's before the I just bought rookie equipment because that's all I can afford. <laughs> yeah. and weekly yeah. training so. <laughs> so it's really probably down to like three million. I mean, for me, I'm down to because um, I'm trying to think what hasn't been updated yet. Like, my I haven't been paid for articles, and I haven't been paid for Twitter. But like, I'm down to twelve thousand, like twelve, like three zeros. That's how low my bank account is. Yeah, I think I assume I was. Um, I assume I've had my contract deposited. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should um, check that, but. <laughs> what do you know? Uh... Like what round were you drafted last year? First, so I'm I'm on like five million and or I was. It's, I was gonna say it probably should be three. Yeah, I was right. the first. I think actually, if I remember right, from when I was drafted, people were joking around because like uh, Indianapolis never pick, used their first round picks apparently, and I think I was like the first first round pick from for Indianapolis in like six seasons. Huh, that's funny. They would always trade back or trade it for like some inactive or like semi-active. Yeah, I mean, I know they got a new GM. I think the old guy was that was Leatherneck Mike, and they might have had a new assistant GM too. So it's like a, definitely a big shift over there. I'm sure them having a new GM is the reason why they actually had a first round pick this year. I didn't know that though. It was like a ton yeah. of. It's like with PBE, like I'll know stuff, like I'll like know like Julian O'Sullivan and a bunch of like historical stuff, but I have no idea what's going on like current events. There's a lot to keep up with, um, but just to kind of give a background, Paz, who's their new GM, was kind of one of the the people that helped build the Voyagers to what they are now, um, with Enoch and I forget what the other person's name was, Babs. Um, so he and um, X-Flex, who's kind of a newer player, are taking over the Apex. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So good luck to the Apex. Hopefully they can have a fast rebuild. Yeah, they've got some, some good uh, prospects, and uh, they got a lot of picks. So Yeah. Um, let's see. So I think... We could talk about season predictions. Um, I think we can, just because we're the uh, lemurs, we can talk about 
minor league predictions right now. I mean, minor leagues, that's what sucks about the league, about minors right now, is just how tight it is. Yeah. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. I mean, you could, I mean, I think the best, the best guess right now, at least for the West, is like the Firehawks, because, I mean, they're a well-built team, and um, they're let, they have a good GM, and they're World Series defenders, but I mean, even then, we don't know what will happen in like a week. Like, will they continue like their cold streak? Yeah, it's 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 really, especially in the West, it's gonna be really crazy because the Dillos, the the Bears, and the Hepcats are all within a game of each other. So you know, someone's gonna have to to pull out in front, but I think you're right. I think the Firehawks are kind of in the driver's seat now. And then just hoping that those bottom three teams kind of beat each other up and they can just keep getting games over each I mean, other. Even with like them being in the driver's seat, there's only two games ahead of the wheelers. Like that's how close it is. Yeah. And then um yeah, I mean then I mean in the um West, I mean, you still have the uh, Dillos and Wheelers too. The Bruce City Bears and Hepcats, we'll see how they do because they're they have a bit they're like a bit worse than the Firehawks, but they're still like good teams. They could still easily make the playoffs. And so in the uh, East, I mean, it's the same story. The Ranas, Swifties, and Lemurs are all tied right now. And it's like I think in terms of TPE, you'd have to favor the Ronners or the Swifty, Swifts, the Swifties, just because that's what TPE is. But I mean, like the Lemurs are still hanging with them despite being like ninth in TPE, maybe eighth now, but still the ninth. Yeah, yeah. the Ronners, the Ronners are kind of a young team too. They had a lot of call ups, so. You know, you wonder if they they keep earning, if they can keep that same pace. Swift Steeds, same thing. So, it's going to be crazy. I mean, on the Lemurs, so I think the guy, so the best hitter right now on the Lemurs, I think, um, at least in terms of batting average, is baseball. He's actually having a pretty good season. Um, So, he has seven stolen bases. So, he's like, he's all right at base stealing. I mean, for me, like, the thing I love, like, if if you have a good power speed guy in baseball, those are my favorite kinds of players, like Barry Bonds before alleged, before he allegedly took steroids, um, A-Rod before he allegedly took steroids, um, <laughs> um, like, just guys like that who are really good power speed guys who steal bases and hit bombs. Baseball only has four homers, but still, I mean, 1.4 war, Seven stolen bases. Uh, he has like one fifteen WRC plus. So like he's having a good season. Definitely a good part of the Lemurs offense. And that's that's Trello, right? I believe so. User? Yeah, I think so. And he's a good user. Yeah. Does he have a love good old Trello? What um team has he played for in the past? Is he a recreate? I believe, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think playing. he is. I don't know what teams he played for, though. Um, because if I remember right, which maybe I'm very wrong, he came over when PB was first created from SHL, like I did. Oh, um, okay. I think. I mean, I could be completely wrong. But I, I'm pretty sure he's had a player in the past. I just don't remember what teams he played for. Although I can, I'm sure we can find out pretty quick. Yeah, it looks like he was Billy Benson was his old player. But yeah, I mean, baseball having a good season, um, which is good for the lemurs. I mean, this is the lemur cast. We talk about good lemur stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, another really good player, or really good season is uh, Io Mighty, Io Deli. I don't know how to pronounce it, so we just call him Io Io. He's an inactive player, unfortunately, which sucks because he's having a good season. And if he had, like, 80 more TP, he'd be even better. But, I mean, like, 25 stolen bags, four homers, um, uh, a 116 WRC+, plus, 1.7 war. I mean, he's good, which is weird because he's the first baseman. And, like, 
for a first baseman, you wouldn't expect him to have as much speed as he does. Yeah. Yeah, it's first baseman doesn't really need that. Yeah, but like... What are you going to do with that, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the plan is... I think this is like his fourth season. So I think the plan is to retire him because we can get a better first baseman, I think. Um, if I recall, yeah, this is his fourth season, so either this, the next season, or the season after that, when he has to be called up, I think we're going to be done with him just because you can get a better first base when someone is active. Um, I mean, all of, all of our guys are having good seasons. No one is like, no one who's hitting right now is having like an awful season. Like, we don't have really any bad feelers at us. So, I think. Like, our worst player in terms of war is Hawking Dodd. He's only at negative point two, and that's only in 15 games as well. So, yeah, I think in the hitting department, it could be better, but I don't think it's awful. I mean, no one is having, like, below a negative point five war season. And then, so, yeah, looks good. were you going to say something? No, I was going to say the lineup looks good. You have Kuma, who was the first overall pick. Baseball, mm-hmm. Aodeli's having a good season. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't, I don't think we're like a great power hitting team. Um, I mean, we're eighth in homers, ninth in extra base hits, uh, seventh in slugging, but we're like sixth in bat- like batting average doesn't mean shit, but we're sixth in that, so at least we can like hit the ball and somewhat get on base. Like, we're fourth in stolen bases, too. We're seventh in strikeouts. So, you mean, it doesn't mean shit. I mean, it means something. <laughs> Just yeah, not the most mean, important yeah. stat, I guess. It does, it does mean something, but I care more about Woba, which isn't ranked in PBE, for, or not PBE, and the index for some reason. And, um, yeah, and uh, OBP. I mean, we're eighth in OBP, so not the most disciplined team, seventh in strikeouts, too, which sucks, but... I mean, we're a young team, so stats aren't going to be the best. And it doesn't matter how bad your team is at a stat if we still get the the wins, which we do. And I think um, pitching, I think that's been a big highlight for us is pitching. Last season, we had pretty weak pitching. This season, it's still kind of middling, but, like, our best stat is home runs allowed. Like, I can't remember which, um, which pitcher exactly. I think it's Cassius Bright. Like, he only has um, eight home runs allowed in 66 innings, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, when you have a – I mean, our best – our pitchers are best at preventing the long ball, it looks like. And um, Luis Randall is also having a uh, good season. Um, only four – what's crazy is only four homers in 60 innings, which is actually really good. Um, I can't remember the exact ratio in my head, but if you compare that to, like, Corbin Burns, who had a really – who had, like, 0.3 home runs per nine, like, 0.37, I think, this season, which is, like, easily led all of major leagues. He had a lower home run – he had a homer – had a lower home run prevention rate than him, which is amazing. I mean – Four homers and sixty innings is awesome. Yeah, my pitcher, um, Bark Murley, That's always been like my weaknesses. I kind of built around um, giving up solo shots, and it just kills my FIP. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that was that's something that I'm improving this season is making sure I reduce home runs. I think my FIP is actually for the first time lower than my ERA. Because uh, typically, I don't know. I guess it maybe it did regress towards the end of last season. I might go. I might double check that. But uh, like typically, my FIP would be like four something, and my ERA would be like in the threes. Um, so you know that's not not necessarily yeah. a good indicator. But what's uh, your, what's your FIP right now? Actually, no. Okay, my FIP did get lower last season. Um, my FIP right now is 493. With a, I have an ERA of 545. Nice. Dude, Barker Murley has such a scary uh, face. and looks like a dog on a human person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Barker Murley is having a good season. Two war. I mean, 
Seven wins, no losses. It's pretty good. I mean, the Crabs are having a good season, yeah? Yeah, we're doing good, but I'm just this the same thing happened last season where we kind of started off really hot and then we fell off a cliff offensively. So I'm I'm kind of just waiting for that cliff to come, getting ready for it, but it hasn't come yet, so I'm feeling good. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened with the uh, Demons last season. I mean, we had a good first half. We just had really bad sim luck the second half. Yeah. 500 then. We've also had really bad sim luck this season, too, which sucks. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, for us, like, our record at home is 12-4, and four, and our away record is 7-17. Seven and 17. Like, that's, pretty, that's, that's such a weird, like, like just big differential between your home and away record, which is weird. You guys need to bench Dirk. He's bad luck. <laughs> bench Dirk, bench uh, Hayward Dinkle, too. Yeah, he's bad, too. And bench Arnold Drachenberg, too. We had, <laughs> we had one dude on the team, Jimmy Blamo. Uh, he has 11, it's like 1100 TP. He just like, like in that first week, exploded for nine homers just out of nowhere. He was had a pretty good start. I mean, he's still having a good start. He's at ten homers, one point six four. He's doing having a good season for the uh, Detroit Demons. Yeah, Jimmy Blamo. That's that's Mav, right? Manic Mav. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of like the OG PB users. So. No, that's. Cool. He's got the sim luck on his side. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I wish I had. Well, oh, he's not OG, but I know. Um, my brother, uh, schoolboy shoe. I know his sim lock isn't on this side. I got to see how much war he's at right now. I think he's still negative. Yeah. Let's see, shoe. Yeah, negative point, negative one war, batting below the Mendoza line. That's a triple. <laughs> you never want to be below that. Second. I said you don't ever want to be below that. Yeah, you don't ever. I mean, uh, if if he's listening to this right now. Sucks for you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not sure if he listens to LemurCast. I gotta tell him I, uh, I uh, am doing this right now. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta with my with my guy. I got, I think the, what I was. Oh, damn it! I need to pull the stats back up. I keep closing out of that tab out of uh, habit. But uh, I think of my guy. I need to give up. Uh, I actually haven't given up many home runs, but I need to stop walking so many people. 16 oh, walks to 15 strikeouts. Uh, oh, no. Is the control really bad? Uh, well, actually, my control is 60-60, which, I mean, isn't great. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's just a low TV thing there. Yeah. That's just kind of which, what happens when you're a rookie. You have 60-60 control. And plus, the only pitch I have out is really my circle change. Oh. Which is, eight, well, it's going to be updated to 87 after this week. Um which that's good, but um, I feel like the control is still an issue because I've been looking at my last few stats or starts, and like I'm only throwing half my pitches as strikes. Uh, so I might, I might, I might get my circle change up to ninety and then just go all in on control for a little bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, for me, but I don't, I don't have a pitch outside of my circle change. My curveball is like a sixty, and my sinker is like a fifty. Well, I mean, Mariano Rivera only had his cutter, and he's the best closer ever. So do you, how many pitches do you really need? That's fair. Except I'm a starter, not a closer. So uh, <laughs> Maybe you can just convert. Did um, I get an extra 100 TP or something like that? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to put stuff to stamina. Oh, I haven't done that anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> What is stamina? <laughs> for me, I mean, my guy... I don't know, I converted from um, from big man on campus to uh, the freak, like I said earlier. So I'm in the right field right now, computer DHing. So I have, I've shifted a bunch of points from like power and stuff to fielding so I can be like a competent fielder. So like as a result, my hitting stats are suffering. And I thought, I didn't know I'd be suffering this hard <laughs> because, I mean, I thought I'd get more war from fielding and I just haven't. Like I'm at 0.5, I had 0.8 war last season. So like I was third, in, I was third for rookie of the year. So like I had a good season last year, but uh, I'm not having the best season this year. I mean we're winning, so we're fu- it's fine. But like 107 WRC plus, 0.5 WAR, only one stolen base. 
five homers. So, like, it's an all right season. I'm hoping I can just get as much TP as possible so I can, like, actually upgrade my hitting stats again. Because right now, I've just been upgrading my range stats. And that's annoying because, like, I don't care about fielding. Like, I do care about fielding, but I want to kill bases and hit homers. <laughs> what position are you playing now? Right field. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're the worst sure, player sure on the Joe field. Appreciates you uh, having yeah. it into range. You don't. <laughs> you don't want that negative zone rating on your career stats. It's not no. fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember. The, uh, I'm just saying, man. The right field, brutal, <laughs> tough. Yeah. I mean, what's my zone? I'm looking at my fielding right now. My zone rating is negative point seven. Um, on our primetime game against the um, against the uh, surge last night, we actually got an error. And the error almost like in the error cost us to run. We only won the game by one run, so it was a close one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think right field is usually um, a lot easier to get gold gloves in. So well, that's good. Rack up some gotta gold get, gloves. Gotta get my. Pitch. Where's my pitching gold glove? <laughs> uh, ask Enoch; he'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta get. Well, for, I mean, if I want to get into the Hall of Fame, I got to join NOLA first. So I got to wait for my contract to expire. Yeah. So, <sighs> is there anything else about the lemur? I mean, Quentin O'Quarter, so Joe's character, he's actually doing really well right now. I mean, he's at, I think he's a reliever. And he's at half, he's at uh, 0.5 war right now. And so that's good for a reliever. And he's for the last nine games, he has a 0.47 ERA and four saves. Like that's insane how well he's doing right now. Yeah, that's a nice little. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say like addition, but like specialty that that you guys have that I don't think a lot of other minors teams, maybe like one or two, will have that right. kind of elite bullpen. Right, and what's cool makes too. A huge difference. I mean, what's good too is that like his current like despite like if you include all of his like games he's his ERA is still a point seven five like that much mm. that low of an ERA through twelve games is pretty insane. Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, he has a. I mean, his FIP is really high compared to his ERA. It's three point five four compared to point seventy five. Maybe he's pretty lucky. I mean, he only has like hundred seventy TPE too. So he's still really lucky, but still, that's pretty good. Sure, you better give him a big contract next year. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'll be playing next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully. Oh, should I, can't, I remember I can't cut him, because if I cut him, I'll be cut from the demons. <laughs> well, you, could, you could do, like, an RP of you cutting him. <laughs> sure, you could do a media post of you cutting yeah. him. Yeah, I could, that'd be that'd be a good. I should actually. That's a pretty good one. I can do like five. And then, like at the end of it, you say, "Oh wait, it was just a dream," or you know, then you wake <laughs> up from the dream or some, like, something gotta, like that. Gotta go on a rant about like why I hate Quentin O'Quarters, why he's a cancer on the team, why he's terrible. Then I'm like, and I wake up and I'm like, "Oh, I just woke up from a dream." He's actually a pretty cool dude or something. I don't know. I get I get some good PBE money for that. Mm-hmm. Do what I'd uh, do something like I did on the PT this week, which typically I I just do affiliates for the PTs, but I like the prompt over here way better, and I like the prompt on SHL this week. What's and the, uh, what's the prompt? I, this week here, uh, yeah. it's uh, what would you do if there was a PBE lockout? <laughs> and I said uh, something along the lines of like, oh, you know, at first you'd you know go and like vacation party whatever. But then, you know, you'd start looking for baseball stuff to pass the time, and then you would find this online sim league to <laughs> make a player in and <laughs> update and become as good of a player as you could while you were waiting for the lockout to end. I mean... The little inception. I, I wonder if, if there was a PBE lock, I don't know what the issues would be. Like, remember, so I joined the head office Discord late, too. One of the things they were talking about was, like, I think it was, like, banning, like, handedness like switches like you can't switch from a righty to a lefty and i mean that sounds like a good idea i mean i don't really care i just joined the discord but like people were like having like a conf like a lengthy conversation about it to put it lightly like no one was like screaming but it was like a long conversation and it's like what if there was a lock on pbe because people didn't want to like change handedness rules 
That'd be pretty interesting. I, 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 how often do people change hand in this? I, I don't know. I mean, can't say I know. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, apparently, like it was possible to have like a a lineup of entirely lefties. Which I mean, like with the rule change, you can still have it a lineup of entirely lefties. Just only draft lefties and sign lefties. <laughs> Like it's like such a rare occurrence to like that'd be funny to try and do yeah it's just i mean but like it's such a rare occurrence to just have like your entire lineup be lefty i don't think that's ever happened before like sure sounds like some kind of mlb the show challenge right and i'm sure some guys were like i don't know do um but like change sporadically like whenever they went to a new team but i think i feel like it was rare enough that it just didn't happen enough or like it just doesn't happen too much. I don't think it's a bad rule, but it's like an interesting rule to think about. I think well, for me, I I hope that it gets rid of a lot of the complaining. Yeah, it's, it's really, nothing will get rid of complaining. <laughs> well, a little, at least a little bit of it. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I haven't. Again, I don't pay too much attention to all this stuff, so I wouldn't know if it's like a big thing. But like people were talking about it in the Discord, so I guess it must be a big enough thing. Well, did you watch the World Series last year? Uh, well, the actual World Series, you're damn right I did. <laughs> yeah. No, the, as the an TV Atlanta TV fan. Series. Oh, you're a Braves fan? <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, what man. are you? A... Oh, you're a National? Oh, jeez. Nationals and you. All right, I'm, I'm going to have to head out now. <laughs> so anyway, the, the World Series last year um, in PBE, uh, the... Sea Serpents are a, a fully left-handed team, and their park factors are skewed to the left. Oh, that's and, right. And the <clears throat> the um oh, the sloths are a little bit. I think that I want to say they have like five or six right-handed batters, and their park factors are skewed to the right. So it was basically the home team won the World Series. So they had four yeah. games at home. Yeah. So. It- one. I think that's that's one of the first times that's happened, but it kind of like didn't look too good for the league. Yeah, because... I mean, I guess I guess that makes sense why they would do that. I mean, I think this, you could say the same thing about the demons to a lesser extent because like of how big our home and road splits are compared to other teams. Yeah, I think every every team kind of true had a little bit of a skew. There's there's a few neutral parks, but I mean, why why not take advantage of that? opportunity if right. it benefits your team at home and so it's like if they're making the rule change i don't have a problem with it because if it's for balance and like making sure you don't have like series like last year i mean i i don't think the uh like sloss had a mickey mouse ring i don't think they uh don't deserve they they have an asterisk because they did what they did i think those just the rules of the time and i think it's smart to make sure that doesn't happen again yep how are we on time? We got uh, just two minutes left. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, uh, I think so. Yeah. So let's we kind of tailed off, but so I think World Series favorites are the Firehawks, and like the Firehawks and the Ranas, I think are the two favorites. And I think if the Lemurs can continue to get go on the runs they've been having with despite the low TP, I think they can make. A good shakeup in the playoffs. I mean, me and, like Shram, his goal wasn't to make his goal for the season wasn't to win the World Series. I think it was to maybe make the playoffs, but have just a good base for next season. But then this season is like right now it's proving maybe we can have a shot at making the playoffs. And then when you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. Yep. So. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Lemurs. I think we're on a good footing right now. We had one bad sim. Where we um, where we went like two and like three and five or like two and six or something. So it wasn't the best um, uh, wasn't the best sim. But I think if as long as we make sure that doesn't happen again, or like as in like the sim works in our favor for the next few sims, hopefully we can separate from the rest of the crowd. Yeah, you guys have a a pretty big sim tonight, Swifties. And Firehawks. Back yeah, Swifties back. Firehawks in the first game is against Anchorage. It'll be, it'll definitely be a bit of a tough, tough one. But I think the Lemurs have shown they can like sweep good teams. So maybe we'll we'll see how it goes. But I think 
tonight will be a good result for them, and, and I'm excited to see how primetime goes. Yeah. Wait, who do you guys play in primetime? Swifties? Uh, yeah, Swifties. I think for nice. or something. Should be good. All right. Um, any last words? Go lemurs. Go lemurs. Lem- lemurs. It looks like uh, yeah. Well, it also looks like while we've been on this podcast, there's potential that the uh, lockout might be ending today. Oh, actually, no. Oh, because yeah, before that, I saw a thing that was like they agreed to terms for like the draft and stuff. Hopefully, hopefully the deal isn't too much in favor of the owners, but we'll see. All right. See, did Jeff pass and get his Twitter back? I hope so. (laughs) Got it. That's funny that he got it hacked. (laughs) Yeah, looks like he's back. Well, uh, cool. Thanks for having us. Um, that was a good one. Uh, I'm your host. Subby 500 uh, of the Louisville Lemurs. Hope you tune in next time and hope you guys have a good day. Thank you. Thanks. Well. Uh, no recording. <laughs> oh, shit. It's not. It's not. Okay. Uh, uh leave